everybody. My name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States. Through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories, I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Hi, everybody. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about how my husband and I met our engagement, and our wedding. The reason I've decided to share such a personal topic for this week's episode is that this Wednesday is probably one of the biggest days in our lives since we got married and had our daughter, Julia. It's the day of Lucas's green card interview, and we need to talk to the immigration official essentially about everything pertaining to our relationship. So I figured, why not make this into a podcast episode? And yeah, could be interesting for you. For your sake, I've intentionally added many common English expressions, collocations, and vocab so that you can hear just how native speakers would talk about dating, engagements, and marriage. If you're interested in the premium content for this episode, which includes the transcript, a vocabulary builder, a quiz, and conversation questions for this one, be sure to visit AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. All right, so let's get to this. On July 5th, 2015, my future husband, Lucas, took an English class with me online, and we hit it off. Our classes turned into unpaid late-night Skype calls, and soon enough, we wanted to meet up in person. A few months later, in October of 2015, I was in New York City hosting the before and after events for a big polyglot conference. Lucas had always wanted to visit New York City and told me one night that he had found great flight tickets and would come a few days later. Heck yes, I thought. Okay, that would be cool. Yeah. I really like this guy. Now, the funny thing about this is that I've always found it interesting meeting someone in person after only talking to them online. It's happened quite a bit in the past because I've met many of my former students in person. Shout out to Eladio, Douglas, Juliana, Carolina, Andrea, Marcus, Paulo, if you guys are listening. Love you guys. Anyway, you never really know what people look like in person since Skype is only from the chest up. I'm sure many of you have experienced this with dating before if you've met people online. You just don't know. Uh, Maybe they have three feet, for example. (laughs) So the night before his flight, I remember asking him, how tall are you exactly? I remember him answering 174 centimeters. And then I thought to myself, oh my God, what's 174 centimeters in feet and in inches? Google, where are you? So I looked up the conversion and it turned out we were exactly the same height, which was not ideal, but I thought, okay, that's, that's fine. So on October 13th, 2015, I picked him up from the airport in New York City. And I remember walking around my heart racing and looking for this uh, chest up guy (laughs) from this guy that I had met on Skype. And then I saw him in a green shirt, and he was carrying a guitar with him. 
the next few days, I showed Lucas my favorite local spots in my former neighborhoods in Brooklyn. We walked across the Brooklyn Bridge and into Manhattan, saw the Empire State Building and also the Statue of Liberty. We listened to street musicians in Washington Square Park and, of course, ate at Shake Shack and City Bakery, like all visitors to New York should. And it was awesome. We got along in person, and he was fun. At one point in time, we even brought his guitar to uh, Central Park and sang to passerby, and then even to commuters on the subway, uh, which uh, left us both almost peeing our pants. We thought it was so funny. Anyway, I thought he was really fun, and thank goodness that feeling was mutual, and so both of us wanted to make it work somehow. And that's where the beauty of being location independent comes in. I could teach English online from anywhere. And as a songwriter, he could manage to work via WhatsApp with his songwriting partners. So for the first year, we spent time in New York, California, Brazil, and Texas, all the while staying within the time restrictions of our tourist visas, which for an American is 90 days. And for a Brazilian um, in the U.S. is usually around six months. So in the summer of 2016, we were in Austin, Texas. And that's where Lucas proposed to me exactly 364 days, so almost one year, after we had spoken for the first time. It was the 4th of July, which is Independence Day in the U.S. We went out for dinner at our favorite corner restaurant, Doc's and afterwards walked down South Congress to Congress Avenue Bridge to watch the fireworks. When we had a nice view, Lucas sat down next to me and started singing in my ear the song Make You Feel My Love. And I was thinking, wow, this is really romantic. And then he got down on one knee, pulled a shiny diamond ring out of his pocket, and popped the question, will you marry me? And of course I said yes, (laughs) and by doing so, I went from being his girlfriend to his fiance, and he went from being my boyfriend to my fiance. Fiance is a loan word from French, but nowadays we actually use this French term much more often than the old-fashioned English equivalent, which is betrothed. In any case, we were engaged. Although we had been talking about our future a lot, which is kind of necessary in an international relationship, I hadn't expected him to propose so soon. It was smart, though. We had spent the last year of our relationship traveling back and forth so much that we were both over it. We were sick of it. Neither of us could imagine breaking things off, so we had to pull the trigger. We had to do something about our inability to live in the same place. So we went for it. We tied the knot, which means we got married. Right after telling people we got engaged, they immediately wanted to know where the wedding would be. Brazil or in the U.S.? My parents were rooting for the U.S. and found a big, beautiful barn in the valley near the house I grew up in that would serve perfectly as a venue for our special day. The barn was visible from a distance. It sat in the middle of the vineyards, surrounded by greenery in all directions, with the rolling hills as a backdrop. The barn itself was new, and yet rustic at the same time. There was a beautiful green lawn that we could have the ceremony on, and a patio for games and cocktails afterwards. It was perfect, 
So we booked it for April 8th, 2017. The funny thing about visas and green cards and all of that jazz is when you think you understand it, you realize you don't understand anything at all. At least that's the case for us. We learned well after we had booked that nice barn that we would need to get married sooner. If I wanted to become a permanent resident in Brazil, which is where we wanted to live, it would have to happen in a few months. So on November 26th, 2016, five months before the planned big barn celebration, we were married at a courthouse in Sao Paulo with two good friends as witnesses. We didn't make a big deal out of that day. The real wedding, although it would contain no official paperwork, would be in April at the barn with our parents, our family members, and our friends there as guests. Leading up to April 8th was a whirlwind. I tried to avoid becoming a bridezilla, which is what we call brides that go all ape shit on marriage preparation, pretty much because they just want everything to be so perfect. Um, Bridezilla, I'm sure you get that. Bride plus Godzilla, Bridezilla. Anyway, I think I avoided becoming one. The guest lists were made and invitations were sent. I hired a flower lady to take care of the flower arrangements and bouquets, a DJ to play good music, and an event planner even, just to make sure that the day would go smoothly. I reserved tables and chairs for the guests, bought decorations, and then, of course, taste-tested wedding cake from a local bakery with my dad. Lucas's favorite. We ended up getting chocolate cake with strawberry jam between the layers and white buttercream frosting. It seemed like all had gone according to plan. We even scored great dinner options from a well-known local catering company called Buckhorn. A caterer is a person or a company who prepares food and brings it to an event. People usually hire caterers to cater, aka bring the food, uh, to big parties such as weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceañeras, etc. This is maybe TMI, but I I really liked our food. Um, Our caterer would bring appetizers, twice-baked potato bites filled with bacon, cheese, and chives, goat cheese crostinis with red pepper and chili, and empanadas made with butter, phyllo dough, and stuffed with spinach and feta cheese. For dinner, they would slow roast tri-tip on the spot. So tri-tip is a very popular cut of steak in the U.S., and I was sure Lucas's barbecue-loving guests would love it. There would be chicken Jerusalem, which is chicken breast in a white cream sauce with artichokes and mushroom, as well as sides such as roasted vegetables, Greek salad, and local wild rice. We would have sweet tea cocktails, tons of local wine, a keg for the beer drinkers, and champagne for the toast. The intent was not to get people hammered, but uh, yeah, you know how weddings go. (laughs) As far as I'm aware, I think that weddings everywhere are very expensive. My uncle kept telling us to elope in order to avoid the hassle of planning a wedding and then spending a lot of money on it. (laughs) To elope means to get married without telling anyone at a courthouse, for example, or in Vegas, which is really common here. 
Little did he know that Lucas and I were already married and how important this actual ceremony with our friends and family was. So we splurged. I mean, we all hope that we only have one wedding, right? So the week before our wedding, my maid of honor, my best friend Nina, prepared a bachelorette party for me, which was a day full of fun activities with eight of my friends. And so we put on fake tattoos, got pedicures and manicures. We went on a hike, had a picnic, cooked a huge meal together before making cocktails and partying at a club. My brother and dad prepared a bachelor party for Lucas, which was less exciting because many of his friends couldn't arrive until right before April 8th. I think they just had burritos, went out to a shooting range, uh, and um, had some beer. In many English-speaking countries outside of the United States, bachelor parties are called stag parties, and bachelorette parties are known as hen parties, but we do not use these terms in the U.S. So the wedding day arrived, April 8th, and so did friends from France, Spain, Germany, and Brazil. I spent the whole night with butterflies in my stomach, reading my vows over and over again in the hotel room. I couldn't believe that the next day would be my wedding day. The morning came after a night of practically no sleep, and I put on something new, blue, and borrowed, which is a popular tradition in the U.S. We got ready in our separate hotel rooms, rode to the barn, and took pictures out in front, Lucas with his groomsmen and I with my bridesmaids. It was dark outside when we got there. It was very overcast, and it looked like it was going to rain. The ceremony started punctually at three, and by the time I walked down the aisle, the sky had cleared and the sun was shining bright. When I walked out, I could see the officiant, my Uncle Rick. Our flower girl was crying with a full basket of flowers on the side, and the ring bearer, our nephew David, was also down at the end. Lucas was, of course, standing at the end of the aisle as well. The ceremony was quick. It normally takes around 10 minutes in the U.S. in non-religious ceremonies. Uh, We both said our vows, which is our, once again, our promises to one another. We said, I do. And like in every wedding, the officiant said, I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. After we walked down the aisle, we were uh, much more calm. (laughs) It was time for our reception and the party. Our maid of honor and best man made a toast. We heard speeches from our fathers, and we also thanked everyone for being there. The DJ welcomed us to the dance floor, and we had our first dance with each other. Then I did my father-daughter dance with my dad, which was probably horrendous. (laughs) And Lucas did the mother-son dance with his mom. We cut the cake, which at that point in time looked like a leaning tower of Pisa, thanks to a lot of sunlight shining in the corner. (laughs) I threw the bouquet to many of my single friends. We danced a lot and then finished the night with all of the Brazilians gathered around singing a cappella in the middle of the room. All of my American friends were pretty amazed by the musical performance. So that was the end of a beautiful evening and a memorable one. We were newlyweds then with plans to go on two short honeymoons, one to the Rocky Mountains in Colorado and the other to the beaches in Bahia in Brazil. And just over a year later, 
I got pregnant, and on January 28th, 2019, my daughter Julia was born. And this story's still going. I like our story. Uh, let me point out, if I continue this story, I would use a lot of the present perfect and present perfect continuous. For example, since my daughter was born, since January, we've been living in California. Since January, we haven't slept very much. Since Julia was born, we've gone to the park a lot. We've eaten a lot of frozen dinners. <laughs> anyway, I hope you found the vocabulary useful. Once again, if you'd like to get a better idea of the premium content for this episode, visit AmericanEnglishPodcast.com and check out The Classroom. Hope you enjoyed and until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the American English Podcast. Remember, it's my goal here to not only help you improve your listening comprehension, but to show you how to speak like someone from the States. If you want to receive the full transcript for this episode, or you just want to support this podcast, make sure to sign up to premium content on AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Thanks and hope to see you soon.